BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M. B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If you watched any of the Super Bowl on Sunday, you were part of the biggest audience in U.S. history. Nothing has ever been watched more than that. 123.4 million viewers. More than 200 million watched all or part of it across all networks. And 120 million watched on CBS alone, which is also a record for just one network. And then there'd be a bunch of people probably watching in all kinds of ways that aren't measured. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how some of that works, but Nickelodeon had their own broadcast, which I saw a clip of, and it actually looked kind of fun for kids. Do you have any friends who have the, uh, well, I know you do, because one of them is uh, both of our friends, but um, that have the super secret box that you can pay like 500 bucks for, and you just get every channel in the world for free forever? I don't know that that still works, but I, I don't know that it doesn't. To somebody just a week or so ago who has it and said, how do you not have this yet? Wow. If you can uh, get it for us, I mean, if you have information on it, you can email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Interesting. <laughs> Speaking of technology, it is interesting, isn't it, Michael? Yes, very. We need to concentrate, Michael. We got a job to do. We can go on the internet after the show. Uh, so, uh, one of the big trends in business uh, over the last year, especially, is that uh, companies are firing their DEI staff like crazy because they've realized they got duped and browbeaten, bullied into it by the Black Lives Matter crowd. DEI is neo Marxist garbage. And those of you who haven't figured it out yet, Figure it out fast. 
It's racist. It's divisive. It has nothing to do with ending racism whatsoever. It is evil, evil, evil. And also the uh, ESG investing, the environmental, social, governmental responsible. People are shedding staff on that sort of thing, which is good. Uh, And that's the beauty of private enterprise. They can move quickly when they realize something doesn't make any sense. They change it. What's the opposite of that? Government. So even as the sane among us are getting rid of this garbage, schools and governments are kind of doubling down on it. The uh, there's just a, a video came out. The FAA, the Flight Program Operations Division, their government DEI overlords have said the whole aviation industry is too white. And we need to do whatever we can to get more transgender people in the cockpit, more people of color, whatever. Affirmative action. This is disparate impact. A principle that we'll be talking about a bit this segment, which means that if there's a disparity in who does what for a living, it's clearly racism. That, it, that is yeah. self-evidently evidence of racism. Or, or clearly unfair in some level, whether racism or whatever, sexism, whatever it is in particular. Yeah, I, I can't believe the Supreme Court has upheld that a couple of different times. Oh, yeah, it's 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 idiotic. It's you, nonsense. And I'll you, illustrate that in a second. If you have a, a a requirement that ends up with more men than women or uh, white people than black people or black people than white people or whatever, I don't know if it works that way. Does anybody ever challenge that? But anyway, it automatically is unfair because otherwise it would come out exactly as the percentage of the population, which is an insane idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's idiotic, really. Anyway, here's the uh, FAADEI overlord, Angela McCulloch, uh, telling them that things are, need to get a little uncomfortable. Clip 28, Michael. But, um, yeah, we need to be willing to, to have a conversation about kind of what's standing in our way from approaching some of these things um, uh, differently than we have historically approached them. And just even the internal bias, I mean, particularly in flight ops, it, this, the, your whole program is very heavily male-dominated. It just is. And really, it is white male-dominated. It, it, I mean, let's just say what it is. And so let's be willing that is today what it is. And then let's talk about what could the future look like if, if, if we really had this program that was representative of the whole um, country, right, of, of the whole world. And um, sometimes those are challenging or, you know, difficult, or I would say people get a little bit uncomfortable um, um, talking about that. And um, like, hey, we're not going to make change unless we get a little bit uncomfortable. And let's be uncomfortable together and let's do the right things and support each other moving forward. So. I don't know if you wanted all that, but you got it, sir. Well, uh, what makes me uncomfortable is that you're a racist and uh, and a Marxist. But we've got to have our pilot corps, for instance, reflect America and the world. Well, wait a minute. Which one? (laughs) I mean, do you insist on if it's 13, 14% of the population is black, we have 14% black pilots? You know, if, if you want that and you can figure out a way to do that that doesn't discriminate against anybody and doesn't lower any standards, knock yourself out. But we had this uh, pilot who uh, works at Delta uh, write a columnist and say, we recently had a transgender pilot repeatedly receive negative reviews during his first year probationary period from captains he flew with regarding attitude 
uh, CRM, I don't know what that means, and judgment. Yet the chief pilot's office was unwilling to address the issue. Had this not been a transgender pilot, the individual would likely not have successfully completed their probationary period. Coincidentally, that uh, chief pilot's office has a management pilot on staff who has recently transitioned who is able to weigh in on these matters. So the fear is they're compromising safety. Wow. So, which is not good. But that leads me to the the main thing I wanted to talk about. We might have to uh, take a break and come back with this in a couple of minutes. But the Wall Street Journal had an exhaustive, well, they they took an exhaustive government report on occupations and and race and ethnicity and sex and the rest of it. And I thought it was really, really interesting. And it, it makes an absolute hilarious mockery of the idea that there is racism at work where there is disparate impact or sexism at work. If you see more men than women in a profession, it is sexism. That's just, it's it's so dumb. It's so clearly not true if you think about it for 10 minutes. And nobody thinks, sits there and thinks about this stuff for 10 minutes, right? You hear something, you react to it. But 10 minutes isn't a lot of time to ask somebody <laughs> to think about something as important as race and work and the rest of it. I mean, for instance, uh, men are 53% of the workforce, women 47. Okay, it's only mildly interesting. Skin care specialists, 99% women. Shocking! That's disparate impact. They are actively barring men from the industry, 99%. Preschool and kindergarten teachers, 96.7% women. What percent? Legals, uh, 96.7. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, I would, I would have guessed it high, but not like practically 100%. Yeah, the older the kids, the more males are, are in the profession. Legal secretaries, administrative assistants, nine, oh, more than 96% women. Dental hygienists, thanks to their... Racist barring of men, just under 96%. Speech pathologists, also really high women. Jobs with the highest share of male workers because of sexism. Construction equipment operators. Pipe layers, no jokes. Brick masons, block masons, and stone masons. Three completely different categories. I'm glad you didn't lump them all together as so often is the case. Do brick masons and stone masons get along, or do they like? Oh, yeah! No. You call yourself a mason? Bring that s over here. I'll I'll brick your. I'll do stuff something. You can always tell. They a probably have their own insults. You can always tell a stone mason, but you can't tell them much. <laughs> stone on wall, stone in head, or something. I again, they probably have their own insults. <laughs> Bus and truck mechanics are more than 98% uh, men. Logging workers are more than 98% men. Okay. I mean, that's that's all that's not surprising. It's worth pointing out that there is absolutely a premium in pay for dangerous work. That's how you get people to do it. They think, yeah, I might get my arm crushed, but man, that's a pretty good salary. You are not going to lose a foot as a dental hygienist. So you got your various masons and loggers, lots and lots of dudes. And then you got all your skin care specialists and preschool teachers are women. Who do you think makes more money? And why? And is that proof of a pay gap because of sexism? 
Yeah, I don't think so. Which jobs have the biggest share of white, black, Hispanic, and Asian workers? Worth mentioning I, that because... Yes, go ahead. I was going to say, can I hear that when we come back? Because I have a lot to say about it, and I don't want to get off track. You can hear that when we come back, and you can say whatever you want. I don't want to get this off track. This is the Big Tent Show. Wow, exactly. Cool. We'll, we'll, well, for instance, we allow stonemasons and brick masons. Sure, to, to, to come together and break bread together. You wouldn't want to put them in a room together. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, there is a pretty, perhaps, consequential vote that happened in Congress today on the whole aid for Ukraine and Israel. We can get to that a little bit later and who voted for what and why. Uh, ain't going to go anywhere in the House, I don't think. But anyway, stay tuned. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. 
Identity theft protection starts here. I just said there's a, uh, saw there's a poll. Half of Americans say California is in decline. You other half? Uh, mm. you know, what you the hell is going on? You don't need to pay attention to California. You live somewhere else, but... Mm. I suggest you book a flight today. Yeah. <laughs> to which city? Mm, doesn't matter. Pick one. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Getting back to who does what for a living. Giant government study, Wall Street Journal talking about it. Uh, part of the, the, the reason we're getting into this is the idea that there's a pay gap that's based on sexism or disparate impact that's about racism is just absurd. The more you look at it, the more you realize it. But I thought this was interesting. Um... And, and again, stupid. The uh, ethnic racial makeup of the U.S. workforce, it's 76.5% white, 18.8% Hispanic, 12.8% black, and 7% Asian. You're saying, wait a minute, that's too many numbers. That's right, because if you're Hispanic or Latino, you may be of any other race. So why do we even ask? Right. Okay. Yeah. Who I don't, cares? I don't know what to do with that information if you're going to have it add up to more than 100%. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's let's skip down this. Uh, the jobs with the highest share of white workers include farmers, ranchers, and other agricultural managers and cost estimators. Well, we don't want any people of color estimating costs. I mean, that would break up our whole white supremacy of cost estimation scheme that we've had going there since the founding. Uh, and go on to uh, Hispanic or Latino workers, drywall installers, ceiling tile installers, and tapers. Hugely Hispanic. Yeah, I've noticed. And and roofers, uh, highest percentage of Hispanic or Latino workers. When you get into black workers, it's actually pretty interesting. Um, half of po- postal service mail sorters and processors are black. Bare, not even 13% of the population, about half of the postal service mail sorters. 38% of nursing assistants. It's a fine line of work. That's, again, because of them actively discriminating against white people who are desperate to be nursing assistants. There's no other explanation for war- why you'd have more than twice your percentage of the population in that field. It's got to be racism. So I would like to know how uh, a lot of these get altered by uh, some realities. For instance, roofers being so heavily Hispanic. Is that because... There was a period of time, or still is a period of time, where a lot of people from south of the border uh, here illegally got the job. Because I, I know, I know, I yes, know, I know from talking to people that it's so heavily Spanish speaking now. It's really difficult to work in that in that sector if you don't speak Spanish, because nobody mm-hmm. else, because so many of the other people don't speak English. And the way wages work is you have push, you have upward pushes and downward pushes. And in roofing, it's dangerous work and 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 very tiring and super hot in the summertime and the rest of it. And so uh, the average American worker would say, "I need to make a fair amount of money to do this job to show up." Well, you have uh, millions of people flow across from south of the border who say, "You know what? I really need work, and a lower wage than the white people is plenty for me because I came from a country where I made very, very little money." And so, yeah, that's the down. It's pressed down on wages, and Hispanic people have filled those jobs, yeah. including many, many illegal immigrants. And that gets um, to any the whole contractor. Im- will tell you that. Yeah. And that gets to the whole importing a brown class to do labor that you don't want your kids to do. That is somehow seen as liberal. 
Yeah, the progressives want to import a brown underclass to do crappy jobs. Yes. Uh, among Asians, not even 7% of the population, 65% of manicurists and pedicurists. No, oh, yeah, you notice that walking by any, any, any window front. Yeah. Medical scientists, 41%. Software developers, 36%. Again, because of the Asians' vicious racism against white people and Hispanic people who want desperately to develop software. The more you look at this, the sillier it becomes. Now, I found this interesting as well. There are some jobs that closely mirror the demographics of the workforce by sex, for instance. I don't use the term gender anymore. It's sex. You mean sex, male, female. It's a sex. Bow, but the bow, bow, but the bow. Sex. No, not, no, no. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Bow. Project management specialists are almost exactly the the percentage of men and women in the population. Likewise, actors, food service managers, management analysts, and post-secondary teachers exactly reflect the percentages of the population. Here's where it gets really funny or odd or head-scratchy. So you got 77% of the population is, is the work population is white, then about 18% he, uh, Latino. 13% black, 7% Asian, right? That's like exactly the percentages in hairdressers, hairstylists, and cosmetologists. Hmm. They reflect America. I want a hairstyling sector that reflects America, and I've gotten it. It's a beautiful dream. Is it that black people want black people to cut their hair? And Asian people, Asian people, or something? I, I do know. not know that. Payroll and timekeeping clerks. This great rainbow of diversity in America reflected perfectly by payroll and timekeeping clerks. Likewise, human resources managers, laundry and dry cleaning workers. It's actually a little more heavily uh, Hispanic. But the other ethnicities are very close. Paralegals so, and legal assistants. So before we run out of time, I want you to wrap this in a bow. What, what is your overall point having read all this stuff? Well, a couple of points, but maybe the most important one was to the extent that uh, disparities exist. If you think that's wrong or um, or something needs to be done about it and you try to fix it at the end point, like for like uh, promoting an unqualified black pilot just because they're black or shoving some Hispanic kid into Harvard who's never going to be able to cut it. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it backwards. Address it at the beginning. Address it in kindergarten, first grade. Address it in primary education. Are we getting money to Ukraine? Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot the Armstrong and Getty Show. Russia is bolstering its military strength by putting paid fighters or mercenaries from other countries on their front lines in its war against Ukraine. 15,000 men from Nepal have already been recruited by the Kremlin, lured with promises of money. Yeah, well, Russia is uh, pulling out all the stops and trying to hang on because they can tell that they've got Ukraine on the ropes and it looks like the Western world on the ropes, and more importantly, the United States on the ropes, and that they might outlast it, and then they get to take Ukraine. More on that in a, in a second. Um, some legislation passed early this morning, 6.30 a.m., because they were up all night long wrangling about this. This is an aid package for um, a, a bunch of different kinds of foreign aid. $95 billion, which is not much money in our uh, uh, government, but $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, $9 billion for civilians in Gaza, $4.8 billion for Indo-Pacific allies. That's about shoring up Taiwan. Where are all your oil countries with the money for the Gazans? That, Again, yeah. that's about domestic politics. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's a domestic politics thing. Uh, it doesn't. This didn't include any border funding, and now the bill heads to the House, where it's going to be a much difficult, much more difficult situation. But more on that in a second. So it passed seventy to twenty nine. Almost all the Democrats voted for it. Uh, three did not because they were concerned about Israel's military operations in Gaza, so they would not support this. It got twenty two Republicans joining with. Almost all the Democrats. So that's close to half the Republicans that supported it. But a little more than half that did not because of uh, well, a variety of reasons. I mean, without the border issue at all, there's a pretty big split in the Republican Party, as you know. And we've talked about that. that they don't think it's a regional war and none of our business. And we got enough problems here, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't agree with that. More on that in a second. Um but then there's the whole border thing. It's the, well, not unless you secure the border. Whoever's idea that was originally to use a, a, a leverage 
around Ukraine and Israel, all foreign aid stuff to tie it with the border. I don't know who gets credit for that or blame, depending on how you look at it. Was that... Uh, well, there, uh, it came together that way, though. Yeah, I mean, the Republicans wanted that. They're like, all right, the, you're, you're hot to trot for this. Well, we're hot to trot for this. Let's do business. Which is the way a democracy works frequently. Well, not all Republicans were for this. They were st- a lot of Republicans were staunchly against this until it became overwhelmingly clear that the Republican Party, and particularly Trump, was for that. Then, then everybody fell in line. The Lindsey Graham's of the world and everybody else. Mitch McConnell. Anyway, so here are some of the um, comments from proponents of the bill. Which include both Schumer and Mitch McConnell, the Republican and the Democrat, argued that the U.S. risks its own security and the current global order if it turns inward and ignores the rise of authoritarian forces around the world. They painted the vote in stark terms. History settles every account, said McConnell, who has taken barbs from his right flank for his persistent support of Ukraine. Today, he said, history will record that the Senate did not blink. Again, McConnell voted for it and was trying to encourage other people to vote for it. Uh, without the border stuff, Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, who isn't running for re-election, called the Ukraine measure the most important vote we will ever take as U.S. senators. Wow. He said that letting Ukraine fall would have ripple effects around the globe, opening the door for Russia to ultimately invade a NATO ally and sending a signal to China that the U.S. wouldn't stand up against a takeover of Taiwan. Senator Jerry Moran, Republican of Kansas, choked up when he acknowledged that his constituents might not agree with his support for the aid package, but he felt it was a rare moment in his career when his vote truly mattered. I believe in America first, but unfortunately, America first means we have to engage in the world. I agree with this. America's, oh, yeah, 100%. America's yeah. enemies are on the march, he said, adding it's always easier, I suppose, to look the other way. Yeah, that's what I agree with. I think it is an America first vote to stop Russia from taking over weaker countries next to it and try to avoid a, a bigger war that's coming down. Same with Israel. I think supporting Israel is avoiding a, a, a wider war with Iran, but some of you don't agree with that. That's fine. You think Ukraine's expensive. Open up a new era of conquest in Europe and see what expensive is. Or China controlling the biggest shipping lane, most important shipping lanes in the world, and China controlling mm-hmm. that. You think yeah. that's not going to be an expensive, world-changing event if they take Taiwan and we let them? Uh, get on uh, John Kirby yesterday, because you, I think we all know what this topic is about. Clip 81. We will defend, if needed, every inch of NATO territory. That's what the commander-in-chief of the United States ought to be saying when it comes to NATO. Because Kirby was asked about Trump's statement from Saturday night when Trump said, if the NATO countries don't pay their obligated share then he would say to russia i'm paraphrasing because i don't have the wording exactly right go for it go ahead do it i would encourage them he said i would encourage russia to invade these nato nato countries if they don't pay up i think that's an awful thing to say i wish he wouldn't have said it but he's absolutely right i hate the way this is framed in in mainstream media about this whole nato thing how so you have obligations in nato one uh, one obligation is article five that an attack on one is an attack on all. But another obligation, and I don't know which article this is, that you pay 2% of your GDP to NATO. Well, you spend it on your defense. On your defense, sure. Yeah. You spend it on your defense, which is, you know, helping NATO because you're a NATO country, um, yeah. so that you could come to the defense of other countries. I don't understand how breaking that obligation 
is okay. But the other obligation is a solemn vow. Solemn vow. Attack on one is an attack on all. But contributing to it and being, you know, uh, able to contribute to this if it ever happens to us, now nah, that's an optional thing. You can do it if you want. You cannot do it if you want. I don't get that. I th- well, part of it has to do with leverage. If if the if the uh, enthusiasm for Article Five is seen as weak, then NATO loses all deterrent power, and World War Three has begun, and the apocalypse is upon us. If you are underspending on your uh, defense. That's bad, and we'll bug you about it a lot. That's the two things. You're, it sounds like you're conflating the two of them. The, I mean, I get what you're saying. If you're going to have the benefit of Article 5, you've got to live up to your obligations and spend 2% of your GDP. Some of the NATO countries spend more than that, just a couple. Um, and quite a few are actually living up to it now. Um, there are quite a few that aren't. Over half aren't. Yeah, but uh, what's but what's the alternative, given the stakes? You bug them as much as you can, you browbeat Well, you're talking about the reality of it. I'm talking about the politics of it and the media coverage and the way it's used against Trump. I don't understand how it's clearly a violation of all that's good and right to say we wouldn't come to the defense of a NATO country, but it's perfectly fine for them to not pay the amount that they're supposed to pay to Mm -hmm. be part of this group that protects them. In fact, because it would be inconvenient to my narrative, I'm not even going to mention that that's happening. Right, exactly. I just find that very weird. Weird? Um, (laughs) The other part of this to me is John Kirby saying, we will defend every square inch of NATO territory. Your boss, the President of the United States, said we were with Ukraine as long as it takes, pounding the table and saying it slow because I mean it so much, and it looks like we aren't. So... Article 5. George Will's been writing about this since I was young and barely paying attention to this stuff. That Article 5 is uh, true until it's not. Sure. It's true until it's not. Well, and everything claimed by an administration is true until the next election. If there's a change in the guard, well, uh, all bets are off. And if it needs congressional approval, eh, I'll do my best. Right. Well, uh, well, Joe Biden can't, but he's certainly not doing much to uh, rally supporters, rally support around the country for supporting Ukraine, even though he vowed we'd be with them till the end. I I think we've sent a clear message to the whole world that eh, maybe we'll support you. Maybe we won't. I don't know. It depends. Depends on what's going on. Maybe you're a Democrat. Maybe you're a Democratic leader. Thank you for listening to the Armstrong and Getty show. I think Jack just made a very powerful point about where is the president rallying the country and explaining why it's important to support Ukraine for our own interests and those of our allies. Where are the Churchillian speeches? Well, it's because he's senile and utterly incapable. And that's now. Never mind six months from now. Never mind two and a half years from now. Maybe for the good of the globe. You would think about getting rid of the guy. I don't know what it would take. 
You gotta talk to Doctor Jill, I guess. Not a real doctor. Um, this is this is not an exercise in domestic political semi funny just you know motion. This is this is important to the history of the world, and the guy's utterly incapable of serving the office. Now we need to evolve our institutions. I used to uh, agree with you and others who say Putin's not going to invade a NATO country. That'd be too much. I don't know now. I think he might bet, and I think he might bet correctly that Article 5 will not hold up. An attack on one is an attack on all. I'm not sure we and Germany and Great Britain are willing to go to war with Russia to save Latvia or whatever NATO country there is over there that I barely know where it is. At risk of incurring the the you-know-who bell, Putin has studied closely the incrementalism of the 1930s that got uh, Nazi Germany as much land as it got before there was a military response, a significant military response. And Putin is absolutely ready to identify a town in Latvia, Lithuania, one of your Baltic states, for instance, uh, maybe even part of eastern Poland or something like that. Um, Forgive me if my geography is a little hazy, but um, he has absolutely identified a handful of towns that have a high concentration of Russian speakers. And he will say, hey, they will fake a false flag operation it's the oldest trick in the book some poor russian speakers will get the crap beat out of them walking down the street in town x in lithuania and uh putin will say this persecution and brutalization of uh, uh his of uh, ethnic russians cannot continue he'll just take that little town right. and say hey i'm just here to protect them that's it i mean no war peace enough the peace means more to me than anyone and then two weeks later it'll be one more town right like happened uh well i guess it was in parts of ukraine where uh, people would wake up in the morning and they were on one side of the border and, and then the, the, when they went to bed and on the other they wake up in the morning and the borders moved over there there's russian soldiers over there and the world yeah. barely paid any attention and with the politics where they currently are I don't know how much you're going to be able to... If you can't rally people now over what you're seeing in Ukraine, I don't think because of Article 5, uh, a, a lot of Americans are going to say, well, this is different. Uh, I'm willing to go to war for Latvia because of Article 5. I don't Politically, I don't think that's going to make a difference. Right. If the energy of the belief in it isn't there, then then it's hollow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Putin might be successful and, in tearing apart NATO. And I'm reminded, as you pointed out, he took chunk after chunk after chunk of the Donbass, a little bit at a time. There was no significant response. Of course, you know, uh, Ukraine was not and is not part of NATO. And by the way, uh, uh, Putin fanboys, there was no serious discussion of Ukraine becoming part of NATO before the invasion. None. Nobody was seriously talking about that. It's a Kremlin talking point. Anyway, uh, so he took a chunk after chunk of the Donbass. He took Crimea. He took a big part of Georgia. Do you remember that? So, yeah, he's been relentlessly expansionist over the last 20 years. So I, I would certainly hope he would stop at NATO's borders, but hope is not a plan. Anyway, the legislation passed the Senate quite easily with a little less than half the Republicans, most of the Democrats. But it goes to the House now, and Speaker Johnson said it's basically a non-starter unless it's borders tied in? Is that the way you read it? Yeah, yeah. So it might be dead. Got the Trump effect going on. Yeah. Ukraine might actually get taken over by Russia. That is something. Wouldn't I, wouldn't have believed that a year ago. 
again, if that were the only thing that happened, that would be awful. But it's not going to be the only thing. No, no, it's not. No, absolutely not. Anyway, you could text us anytime. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Boom! He took them to the house. He was all over it. Joe Biden taking nerves, kicking ass. Press conference over. You didn't mess up. You didn't. No, no, no. Don't stop. Wait. Hold on. Hold on, sir. Don't. No, you killed this. Take the W. What are you doing? Do not go. (laughs) That's a... play-by-play of Joe Biden leaving the podium and then deciding to go back. <laughs> no! What are you doing? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Has there a- ever been a political anything that is so universally reviewed, uh, you know, in the same way? I mean, unless you're just delusional, everybody knows that was a disaster. Uh, a couple of quick things. I came across this article in the Wall Street Journal the other day. I happened to come across it whilst being annoyed at, on an airline. And um, the article was, uh, flying is a nightmare and what can be done about it? Do you uh, do you agree with that? Do you think flying is a nightmare? Or I do. I hate flying, but I've always hated flying. I do think it's worse now than it used to be. Yeah, I would say it feels much more uncertain than it ever has in my lifetime. You book a flight, you get to toward that day, and you're thinking, please don't cancel this. Please don't delay it. Come on. In a way that you never used to think about. I I used to never even check because it was so rare that my flight was going to be late. I didn't even look. Now I always look because oh, most yeah. of the time it's going to be delayed. And I want to hurry to get there and find out it's an hour late. That never happened to us. But anyway, um, uh, I thought it's a nightmare and what can be done to fix it. I didn't know if everybody agreed with that or not, if it was just me, because I hate flying so much. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Nightmare might overstate it, but a lot worse than it used to be. Yeah, going the wrong direction. And then you brought up a little bit ago, they're working on the whole uh, trying to figure out the food pyramid or what we're supposed to eat or whatever. And you uh, particularly said, we're not supposed to eat white bread. Well, just, yeah, yeah, like uh, highly processed foods in general, but yeah, white bread is just empty carbs and sugar. Boy, eliminating processed foods seems like a really good idea, but not very convenient. Right. Convenience foods. That's what they call them. Convenient is the... Because they are. Convenient is the enemy of healthy, but it is also... Uh, it's right in the name. Uh, convenient. Yeah, because here's, they are. Here's your rule of thumb. If it's convenient and delicious, for God's sake, don't eat it. Right. And as a uh, single dad getting two kids ready, having worked and uh, school and laundry and everything, I'm just going to go out through the garden and I'm going to pull out some fresh carrots and I'm going to go slaughter a hog and I'll bring in the meat and I'll uh, yeah. <laughs> saute some onions, perhaps. <laughs> right. Hilarious. Yeah, I know. I know. Damn it. I think the one thing that people forget about Satan, they think evil. They forget Temptor, the great Temptor. Mm -hmm. 
If it's easy, I wish I had time to finish that point. If it's easy and delicious, you shouldn't eat it. That's a pretty good motto right there. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.